people I got in for that. Yes, yeah. we'll, we'll make fun of you right now for it. No, like, we're not we're, making we're, fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> when you said don't shush him, you just shushed him. Like we're literally bringing that back to the time that that's you not what we're I, doing. For- we should observe the ancient ritual of traditional pre fight donut. Yeah, fear does not exist in this dojo. Does it? Am I the baddest mofo no down around this time? Shut up. Not hit back. Silly Caucasian girl likes to play with samurai swords. You will all refer to me by the name Betty. I know Kung Fu. Thank you, Chuck Norris. I said I don't want trouble. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Defeat does not exist in this dojo. All right, <laughs> and we are live. We are recording. Welcome to the first ever the pilot uh, episode of uh, Kickflix. <laughs> Forget the Kickflix. 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 Yeah. Wait. I should. Should I put on uh, the Mr. Lee hat? No. <laughs> um, uh, we should probably, before uh, yeah, we get well, into the inside let joke. Let me introduce everybody. I am Neri Signs. Uh, with me for the foreseeable future, maybe not after this movie, but maybe uh, hopefully still. Uh, Mike Mercadal. Hi-ya! Uh, Missy. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> and Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey's the most hype. Yes. This is uh, my genre. I love this shit. I know, man. I know. So for that's why you, this show exists, Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> that's why we're here. For those of you who haven't read the description, we are a martial arts movie podcast. We're going to be watching and reviewing martial arts movies, uh, new and old. Uh, it's a comedy podcast, so uh, just letting you know we're... It may seem like we're making fun of these movies at times, but just know that we enjoy these movies in a loving way. And if we roast those who we love, yeah, yeah. even if we make jokes about them, just know that we talk about those things. We joke about things that we love. Uh, Missy was right on the money there. So just letting you know that um, the first movie we are doing, the pilot, it, it was, by the way, just to the listener, if you aren't following us on our social media, follow us on our social media. Everything is kick flicks pod. Kickflix for the next. It's like Netflix, but Kickflix pod. Thank you. I didn't get it, man. I know, I know. But if you're not following our, our socials, just know that our Instagram post we posted the wheel of doom type of deal where we just put up 12 random movies that we all each of us gave like three uh, recommendations or suggestions and then we spun the wheel and this was the lucky one <laughs> that won yeah. uh 1992's sidekicks with chuck norris jonathan brandis and the one and only joe piscopo uh i am super psyched the icon joe joe piscopo. motherfucking piscopo. Yeah. You, you put motherfucking in the middle of his name you, sir you put no. a respect on his name yeah he, i'll tell he, you this that was one of the things that i had forgotten about this movie was that joe piscopo was in it and then when he shows up in an incredibly racist character oh my god i was we'll like there. we'll get there we'll get there hold on i, I, whoa, I, have, whoa, I have art where's the outline <laughs> there's there but <laughs> Should, um, I, should I read the synopsis? Yes, of, the plot description. Wait, oh shit, where did I put it? Are we referring to him as Chuck Norris or by his 
birth named Carlos Norris throughout the the film. <laughs> Carlitos Norris. Carlito Norris. Uh, are you serious? I don't think I ever knew that about Chuck. Yeah, Norris. his his real name's Carlos Norris. Yes, that's why um, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's uh, as Republican as he is. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't give off those vibes, though. He, <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, sarcasm, guys. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. We, I picked up on him. BFF. We meet him. The marketing <laughs> genius behind Total Gym. Um, I messed it up though because I thought it was Nordic Truck, and yeah, Mike well, yesterday was like, "Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am." Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah. Nordic um, track is, is real. <laughs> Nordic track is actually good. No, oh, but he no one... had a whole total gym thing that he. Yeah. Doing. Oh, you, you know? know what this? There's really only like the basic, Nothing. the most basic of uh, descriptions. Sidekicks, 1992, a bullied teen who fantasizes about being Chuck Norris's sidekick, trains in martial arts to fulfill his dream. I don't think that that adequately describes what happened. No. Can I tell you what I think it happened? You know how I'm a novice mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. I think this movie's about disassociation as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like undiagnosed. I mean, we, we were pretty sure that he was gonna do something at the school, right? Was I the only one that <laughs> while watching the movie? The like, well, no, because this was before the Matrix, Jeff. So like, we were still safe. <laughs> they here's the thing. This movie is actually like a really good encapsulation of the classic um, tropes of oh, this guy's a dork, and it's like, well, why? He's, yeah. you know, he's also well, the biggest, well, the biggest well, villain. He was in class saying anything for you, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. no, that was, I mean, exactly. That, yeah. that was fucking. So wait, are we dissociative disorder. But are we going to just bypass that the opening of the movie has a woman moaning sexually while she's handcuffed? I wrote yes. in my notes. Because I was like, is she really needing to be rescued? Yeah. <laughs> or is this like um, a weird. <laughs> what would you, how, okay, so let's. Why sex noises? Question mark. Very confused. That was my note. <laughs> <laughs> so can we each take a turn and try and summarize, summarize our feelings? And describe our experience with the movie and how we watched it and what we what was happening when we were reliving. All right. That and I, I, I yes. And then I want to add on to that. Uh, how old were you when you first watched the movie? It, good. Yes. Good. Yeah, good Ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you're literally <laughs> the embodiment of the I was today years old. Yeah, me. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Missy, go ahead. You started off. You want me to think, tell you yeah. what I thought about? Like, yeah. what In, am I giving a review seconds. or I'm just no. 60 seconds of your knee jerk reactions? And what so it- the ladybugs guy has disassociative personality disorder, it, like textbook, because I googled the definition. Um, and so I have a lot of questions about HR and where they were because I'm not sure that teachers and parents are supposed to be that tight. Um, uh, lots of sex noises in the beginning. I was very confused. Um, and I like that in the opening credits, I took lots of notes. Um, I like that in the open credits, like it's, you know, it's rolling off of who's in the movie. And then at the very end, it goes, and Chuck Norris, dot, 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 as himself. <laughs> I'm like, as himself. Who, who would he play? King Lear? Like, come on. Um, I don't know. Oh, cameo. My favorite cameo was Bull, who caught the bull. Yes. Uh, you yeah, know, well, yeah, the, yeah. He was the. You coach. mean the guest star of the movie? Yeah. I mean, I think Chuck that... Norris was the guest star. No, Bull, no Chuck Bull... is the star. So I don't know about you guys, but when he calls him Marvin Milk Toast, I actually looked that up. 
That is actually a term. Because when does when he's, it mean? he's like, and when, is it gonna make us uncomfortable? No, it's it's basically Marvin calling somebody a Marvin Milktoast is somebody who's like afraid of doing something or like that that they're they're n- nervous about doing something or apprehensive. So he, but so I was, I've never heard somebody call somebody a Marvin Milk Toast. Mm. I had one final thought. Um, why were the cheerleader um, outfits cosplaying for um, what was it called? The thing, you know. <laughs> I wrote Sailor? it down and I can't. Look like Sailor they look, Moon. Yeah. Sailor Moon. Yeah. They look like Sailor cosplay. outfits. Yes, I don't understand. And then the other, the whole, this whole movie is just uh, what not to do, how to raise your kid to not be able to be emotionally available for his future wife. <laughs> and what? <scenes>. Yes. <laughs> we'll wow. Okay. We'll, we'll unpack that. There. Yeah. <laughs> There's layers that you right. found. I, I took notes. <laughs> <laughs> the movie came out in 1992. I was 93. It said the internet. 92. Mm. Uh, I um was 11 years old when this movie came out. I did not see this movie in theaters. However, I know I, it was on heavy rotation in my house uh, when it came out on VHS. So. Easily, safe to say, I was 11, 12 years old uh, when I first watched this movie multiple times. Not, I wouldn't say it was like my favorite. And I would rewatch it over and over again, but I, it, I, I know I've seen it maybe three or four times prior to the viewing that I did yesterday. Uh, and as a kid, it was like everything you could ask for. It was uh, martial arts. It was the underdog story. It was a different take on Karate Kid because we all know Karate Kid, where you know whatever. But it's like this is a different take more of a comical take but yet when you're 11 12 years old you don't really see it as comedy you just i just remember watching it like oh this is you know there's action sequences dream sequences and i was huge i was um a version of barry in the sense of i would daydream often just that my daydreams didn't get didn't take over my life uh that would be the only difference but i would i was a heavy daydreamer uh still am to a large extent to be honest with you um so that was then now watching it last night with my wife my wife um it it was it was a difficult watch (laughs) watch. my wife is uh i i don't think uh i should expect anything from her anytime soon other than regret and anger and confusion Mm -hmm. as to why she's with me um she would go she would get up to go to the bathroom and as is common in our house somebody gets up to go to the bathroom you pause it right (laughs) they they never have to ask right that's common in our house right somebody gets up you pause it you wait for them to come back and i I would pause it and she would be by the by the bedroom door and she's like you really don't have to pause it (laughs) (laughs) okay no you're good Uh, you're good yeah and um you know uh the action the the, the um yeah that was the, the acting holy <laughs> and shit. so fucking yeah oh not good yeah i mean there's i was good. 10 there's good and then there's this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, when they held hands and kicked and, and did that circle kick oh yeah thing yeah. oh my god but um no i was 10 when it came out and i remember watching this also on heavy rotation i did not 10 year old me didn't realize how fucking racist this movie is. No, none of us did. None of us did. <laughs> I did. But then again, I was 10 minutes ago, years old. <laughs> I, I, I like, I rewatched, I watched it twice, once last week and once today, just to refresh myself. And I was like, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> Some of these things. Um, I do have a lot of issues, especially with the final tournament, which I will get into when we get there. Not like technique, right? Like, 
no, 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 <laughs> like like horrible scorekeeping. Um, but there, there's that was your complaint about that was one of my complaints. <laughs> you want to go here? You want to get there now? No, no, we'll get there now no, 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 no. <laughs> this is the, this is your summary. This is your okay. encapsulation. We but should stop interrupting. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was bullied at the beginning. I think he he because he didn't really start getting bullied by the people until the kid pushed him when when um later on in the when he after he like made the you know the he answered the question right in the class before then none of the kids said anything to him really they laughed at him because he was talking to himself in the in the opening sequence and dreaming about his moaning teacher but aside from that nobody really bullied him until later on that one guy did it and can we just say I just want to answer that's the teacher's fault. That was totally the teacher's fault. The teacher literally said when Barry answered the question correctly, which, by the way, he only got the answer right because of fucking Winnie. And uh, the teacher said the spot for class uh, dummy or whatever yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, you know, the challenge, the race for, you know, you're losing a competition for class dummy. Are you referring to the, oh, the English teacher? Yeah, the, English the one that said that that her uncle working at a Chinese restaurant was stereotypical, like a laundromat. That that teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, it was his fault that that, that 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 this kid got mad at Barry. Like it was obviously yeah. he fucking uh, embarrassed him in the whole yeah. class. And he he redirected his anger towards Barry. Why he couldn't come up with a better fucking name than Barry Wary? It's so fucking like it's so lazy. It's because the writers of this it's movie right. were interns. <laughs> Is that true? No, I, but I, you could say that to me, and I would believe it. <laughs> that's how great the fucking act. That's how great the writing is. So we you want to literally say they were interns. This was actually oh. written by three eight, <laughs> so by three fun. chimpanzees, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Oh, so, so good! Wow! So congratulations fact, to them. Fun fact: Since you bring that up, the movie idea came from a, a Texas mattress salesman who did commercials with Chuck Norris in Houston called Mattress Mac, and he was the one that came up with the idea and helped write the script and then produced it, wow. the movie. And he was wow. the one that pitched the idea to Chuck Norris, which is why Aaron Norris is the one direct who directs it. His brother is the director well, of the movie. The there's hmm. a like first of all whoever that mattress guy is is a fucking genius <laughs> because I guarantee you he made a shitload of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I, can I get my minute? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Go 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 do it. Okay. I was we're Nary and I are the same age. I guarantee you I saw this in the theater because I was a movie kid. Like ever like we, I loved going to the movies. My mom would drop me off at the movies. I would make a point to like see everything when it came out. Look in the newspaper for the showtimes. And what's like Did to get to movie phone? This was this must have been pre movie phone. This must have been pre movie phone, I think, or maybe not. Or I I was a kid, you know, like I was just looking in the newspaper, in the weekend section, and um, and I Garrett, I I absolutely would have seen this because this is this was my prime obsessed with martial arts, Japan, like oh, video games, Japan, and the thing that I'm as I'm watching this now as a forty year old man. They literally just smashed Asian into one big, like, mishmash of foreigner. Like that dough that he kept throwing at his face. Like, he kept caught. First of all, Mako can do no wrong. That guy is a fucking legend and yeah. a hero. I, I got really sad at the Uncle Iroh uh, voice that I kept hearing coming out of his because I just recently got into Avatar, The Last Airbender. And then, so, but basically, it's like, all right, so is he doing karate? No, they're Chinese. Wait, are they Chinese? 
Where are they? The Frying Dragon is the name they chose for their restaurant of of a racist <laughs> kind of stereotype about the the uh, Asian Chinese people trying to speak English, but it's karate. What the fuck is going on here? And that that was like in a, I watched it with my girlfriend, and same like about fifteen minutes in, she I, I, you know God bless her, she gave up. She was just like <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, and she was right. And this is in summation. This movie is an ultimate kid eyes ref, kid eyes movie. Mm -hmm. For those, for if if you're not a Woo Bro listener, if if you go, if you're not on the What's Up Bro podcast, go listen to that. Subscribe to WooBroPod.com every Wednesday. We're live, and that is a phrase used for something that when you were a kid was the best thing that you almost don't want to see it as an adult because you, you, it will destroy that image that you have of it. You know, like the, yeah. oh, this isn't, this was an ultimate kid except for, well, we'll get to it. I will get to it. But the, the, in terms of y- you saying the bullying thing, you're right. I didn't think he was a bully. He was just an asshole. He was one of these asthma kids that mocks people. Cause he makes fun of it. He like, it's not like he wasn't standing up for himself. He was talking shit, you know? So, it's like, okay, you know, like don't talk, sh- don't talk shit if you can't back right. it up. Also, the guy makes legendary progress by doing literally nothing, by transforming oh, run, into people that can actually do the moves. It's yeah. runs, out of control. He, he runs a lot. Um, more racist. He runs a lot. More racist. The frying dragon, or. The cheerleader saying "Go Redskins, go!" Yeah, bro. Even yes. the football team, the school in mascot theater, is racist. In Sailor Moon cheerleader outfits, I was like, "Oh, I'm giving it to the latter." <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like when it, when I saw the frying dragon, part of me chuckled, and then I was like, "I mean, that's like one step away from like Charlie's ch- Kitchen, uh, you know? Like, yeah, just, yeah. like just name it something really like." I was like, "All right, that's but like Ching Chong, point. Bing Bong." Ding dong, you know, like <laughs> when they introduced the uncle, they made it a point to be like racism is bad, racism against Asian Americans is bad. Yes, they made yes. It a point to do that. They were like, they I called him Charlie. They called him Charlie. No, but I was okay with that because he got his revenge. He got is his that, right, is that right? Is that derogatory? Uh, derogatory. Yeah, term? Charlie is the term from Vietnam. They would call the the Viet Cong. They would call them Charlies. Okay. So to add but Vietnam Charlie to it, Mike. Is, a, is the N-word version of Asian. Yep. Uh, Japan, China, Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> and also, like, you don't realize how racist now in, in new globalist ideals, uh, ref, you know, coming into my mind, you don't realize how racist all of those fucking Chuck Norris Delta Force movies were, right. where some guy comes out with a rice patty hat and all that shit, and, you're just like, and they just blast the fuck out of it. And you're like, Whoa! It was uh, what you call it before. It was uh, it was um, the movie with Ben Stiller. Fuck, what Tropic, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. It was, Tropic Thunder. It was literally the movie that Tropic Thunder was making fun of. It was yeah. all those movies. Yeah, like that's what Tropic Thunder was making fun of. Is all those racist, super racist uh, movies. Um, and if you think about it, even like the real serious Vietnam movies, you know, like you you have um, Platoon and stuff. They were still super fucking racist. Yeah. They were like still very uh, not the movie itself, but they would portray the Viet Cong in a very demeaning manner. So you know, but yeah, it was. Uh, I, I thought this. Yeah, I just I'm just looking up the facts. Do you know what who wrote the music for this movie? Uh, Diane Warren. Diane Warren. No, <laughs> Alan Motherfucking Silvestri, the guy who did Back yeah. to the Future and the, a legend. He, yeah. Alan Silvestri. 
wrote the music for the film. Yeah. And he also scored Delta Force in 1986. That's why. He had to um, send his kids to college. I have a question. In the that classroom scene when the the teacher is is whatever and they're cutting back and forth between the teacher and the student. Did you guys catch the random classmate with a neck brace? She's in one of the shots. And I'm like, ma'am, but just stay home. Like, what are you doing there? She and then she like was turning and I was like, why? Why did you have a of, neck brace? You shouldn't I, turn your head. <laughs> here's the thing though. I actually wondered, is that an actor's choice? Because if it was, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Then you can spot yourself real fucking quick. Like that, ah, I'm doing the, the neck brace. There's so much okay. of that background acting stuff that I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in this movie, because there's been an awful lot of nepotism already, that the background <laughs> people are like people's buddies, kids, or like, hey, come out and hang out, and we're gonna put you in a, in the thing. And then someone was just like, they're slap a neck, or maybe they're just one of those kids that had to wear the neck, the the back brace all throughout high school. No, but it was a foam neck. It was like a foam. foam neck brace. One of the, it was brown. It was, brown. <laughs> it was like remember? Yeah, it's like but she, right she the... had a commercial for the ambulance cha- chasers, and then she just crossed the street and came to this set. Yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> I'm jumping back and forth. Yeah. No, um, but speaking of the nepotism, um, Chuck Norris's son was one of the racist bikers that appeared out of nowhere. For no reason whatsoever yeah. in that scene. <laughs> yes. Okay. We're taught we're at the first of all, I, I genuinely enjoyed parts of this movie. Like there yeah. were genuine moments. Yeah. Like Mako was the best part of the whole thing, but he was also playing like a like a a, a crazy Mr. Miyagi. Like a like a wacky Mr. Miyagi instead of yeah. a wise learned, you know, he was like when he calls him Mr. Dumpling, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I thought he's like, and he does that whole exchange of, ah, with a crazy, with a an, uh, technique where he b- breaks his opponent's fists with his face. And doesn't know, hit back. He doesn't hit back. <laughs> and Mr. Dumpling, he does that. Uh, uh, I lost it laughing. When he does the, um, He's training him and he goes to Tony. <laughs> street survival. Bro, can we do street survival? It counts. <gasps> I think it would count. Um, you I'm have down. to put it through the wheel. Um mm-hmm. as I don't remember it. I was saying your dad what? threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biker though, like the, the Mr. Dump- just, yeah, they just show up out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever to the restaurant, and and, the, and like again more racism when the, when uh, when uh, Mako comes out, they're like, oh dr- look, it's a drunken Chinaman. I was like, oh my god, I was yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> um, the coach definitely does like a watered down uh, wax on wax off when he's training him and he's going, breathe in, breathe out, breathe. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know if that's part of training. You're supposed to do that anyway. But did you guys catch when he goes, shows up to the hospital and he rubs Baparu on him? Yes. Yes. Legit. I was like, uh-huh. It was, I was it like, was nothing just, makes sense right now. <laughs> no, no, like there's so much stuff in this movie that just didn't make any sense. No. Like, well, like you could tell it was just a whole bunch of white guys who have capitalized on Asian culture their entire lives. Because honestly, like that's what Chuck Norris is, man. Chuck Norris yeah. is just a guy who <clears throat> was good at karate, got picked to do a movie and then rode the, the, the Bruce Lee coattails into his own shit, you know, as a white 
fighter guy and then uh, a marketable face for uh, racist America to be to be the martial arts guy. And then they made him a military hero. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm going to get into my. Uh, my well, I think this was um, when he started uh, Texas Ranger around this time. It, Did he? I'm oh, guessing. Yeah, I know I it started in the 90s, but I don't yeah. know exactly when. So the, that um, the reason why I thought of that when I was watching the movies, because of that scene when they walk into the saloon and somebody calls him a ranger. And I was like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah. Do better. <laughs> so let me ask you guys. That brings me to a question I wanted to ask you guys. What was your favorite dream sequence? I was just thinking. <laughs> what was your favorite dream sequence? Because I. Good question. The least uh, racist one. That's not me, what we asked. I, no, it has to be my favorite. Oh, oh. oh, it has to be my favorite. My le- the least racist one is my favorite, just purely on the l- lesser amounts of racism. Sure. Was when Joe Piscopo was like the Joker, and then they were like <laughs> the slick hitman. That's the, the the Chuck Norris movie. So Hitman, Chuck Norris's Hitman comes out in 1991. Literally, when the dream is over, he's doing a pull-up and he gets down and he walks towards the camera out of frame. The camera stays still. In his bedroom, there's a poster of fucking Hitman, and it stays on that shot for oh, a good watch. Like, watch. Just, it's like product placement for your own shit. And My- I, I don't know who the fuck would ever have any kind <laughs> of like this product placement for their own shit. Right, like just randomly, just show the camera and get real close on something that's like, oh, you're just promoting your own shit, right? Um, (laughs) But I, I love that Neri still has the plastic on his headphones. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So what? One thing about that scene, uh, Mike, is. If, if when I rewatched it today, what he starts telling them to put into the different things, he literally says the words "put acid rain inside the piñatas." Oh yeah, <laughs> like, like what? It, that's why that one was the most fun. That I like that one the most because he's not a yellow faced, straight up racist caricature, and it was it was really cartoony. Like he was literally being the Joker, and yeah. you know, being like 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 Batman came out in ninety two, like like the tim burton but maybe he yeah. maybe they got the same stunt guys or whatever who knows but he was like put the you know and and the big things said like pollution or whatever yeah. the fuck you know it was just said like i just love it he the opening of that scene is him getting a giving barry the freaking sawed off fucking shotgun like yes here 12 year old use this shotgun <laughs> That's, you know what i had a lot of questions about the precision <laughs> shooting like how the fuck uh, like no, the damsel never gets killed by mistake. Like there's no casualties in these scenarios. Well, obviously it's a no, daydream, it's a I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just answered my own question, but I did have that thought when I was watching. I was like, so nobody gets shot by mistake. Like what's going on? So here's my thought when this about the whole thing. Uh, to answer your question, my favorite, I I think my uh, I'm a big fan of ninjas, mm-hmm. and as a kid, I've talked about this in previous. Uh, shows before in previous podcasts. I don't even know which one anymore. Uh, but uh, my Halloween costume for like four years in a row, without exaggeration, was a white ninja. I uh, white was my because favorite color. White was, no, no, no. White oh. was my favorite. It's because of the movie uh, American Ninja, and w- they had different color ninja costumes. And I was like, well, you could have more than just black. Like it boggled my mind. As a did kid. you have the abs? 
Like uh, these guys had? Yeah. No, they had I those was, like painted on abs. I wasn't from this movie. That's why I so, wasn't from this movie. I'm looking up that 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 sequence because I have it. I have the movie open in front of me. One of the things. So acid rain was one of them. Put the acid rain in the piñatas, <laughs> in these giant like plastic looking containers. One of them says smog. So one of them says smog, and one of them says MSG. So they could not be a little bit racist. They had to be a little bit. Well, doesn't that theme also have an emo Rufio? Did you guys miss that? That's that's the that's bully. him. That's the that's, bully. That's the guy. No, who calls I know. Him Barry, uh, I'm just saying the costume designer oh, yeah, would, be, the- would be good for this mm. scene. That makes total sense. If you were emo Rufio, check. Joe Piscopo t- tells him to do something to her, right? Like, because he's like, you know what to do. And he's like, yeah, boss, I know what to do. And they oh. start taking her away. I'm like, is this happening? That's <laughs> also <laughs> when they show the transition of it was the teacher. He was fantasizing about the teacher. And then it becomes yes. Yes. Winnie Cooper playing some other face, fake character. She'll always be Winnie Cooper. I don't know her name yeah. in this movie. Oh, I called yeah, her Winnie Cooper earlier. Her, her oh, name yeah. is Sucky Person. Her I, name I is a Hallmark she was movie kind of, Yeah, she's shitty. She's an she's asshole. Yeah, she's a she's a dick. She's like, part of my whole. She's like, oh, you got beat up. You got beat up. Nah, we're just friends, bro. Relax. Take yeah. it easy. I don't yeah. feel. I don't feel. I'm, no, it's not pity, Barry. Oh, you stood up for yourself and you fucking landed some punches. Hey, why don't you uh, take me out to the zoo? Okay, that's part of my argument as to why this movie is propaganda for emotional unavailable. <laughs> like this guy's gonna be emotionally unavailable in his future relationships because of this little hope. That's all. That's every boy in the nineties. I know. Every- Literally everything in the '90s taught that if you were a pussy, no no girl was gonna fuck you. They're twelve, you know what I mean? Like they're already worried about getting laid. At, like, oh, this girl's not res- doesn't respect you and unless you stand up. Stuffing all your emotions and your yeah. feelings down. Just throw a punch and then she'll be hot for you. Yes. Tisk, so, tisk. Those are the rules. Yeah. Those are the '90s <laughs> rules. Are we unclear? Yes. No, I got it. I'm just I don't like so- it. Missy, what was your favorite scene, dream sequence? Oh, God, there's so many. Um, <laughs> are there? Are no, there, really? are there there's none. Like four or five, I think. Four. Um, I want to say I'm going to go with the first one only because it's the one where I was like the most like that. The first scene is hooked me because I was like, what's going on here? Um, and obviously I didn't know who anybody was so it was just this random chick making sex noises tied up I actually wrote down uh, I wrote down jeez you wrote a lot of notes I wrote down karate kid dot 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 50 shades question mark that was one of the first <laughs> <laughs> it was oh my um, god and then she gets the spear and instead of stabbing the guy that's kidnapped her and was going to murder her she just bonks him on the head and I you also, see the prop spear bend I just <laughs> yes, I don't, so many bed props so I don't know props uh, I I wonder if the costume designer worked after this, you know, movie. And I also had a question about, um, like, there was a lot of slow mo movements, like slow mo moments. And I'm wondering, like, it was it is that cheaper than like just letting everything happen in real time, or were they trying to add a little layer of theatrics? Like, what is? I I was very it was it threw me off a couple of times in the movie because I was like, this is a lot. The I. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. gonna go with my favorite uh, fighting sequence was the first one because it's the one that I was like, w- "What's going on here?" So 
that that'll oh, be my well, but i don't approve of any of the racist fucked up shit that they yeah, no, <laughs> imply no, for the record of, i don't think any of us do but it's funny because the very first scene you know it's it plays very dramatic at first right yeah yeah and then the moment like 50 shades the moment he bonks he bonks uh the the guy with the mask right with the super racist mask yeah and if they fall into the fire my wife goes is this supposed to be a comedy and i go yeah. <laughs> i go yes she goes oh okay and then i literally googled it i'm like wait is this supposed to be a comedy like, I was like i'm like i answered the question because based upon that one prep fall but i was like wait let me double check to make sure that it actually is supposed to be well it's comedy. joe piscopo we got to talk about joe piscopo well that's what i was going to tell you my favorite scene is neary you have a photo of it that We'll lead into Mike's conversation. You sent right? it to the messenger? Yeah. You did. All right. Hold on. Give me a second. But but it's about Joe Piscopo. But it is that super awful scene <laughs> of them from like Delta Force. <laughs> oh, super racist. It's like. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It was like. Uh, sorry, buddy. I didn't. I didn't. It was still in the chat. Okay. So it was a picture. It was a picture of him with the Fu Manchu. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that. Okay. So that's. Continue. The, I think that's the second fantasy sequence. I can't remember. But it was genuinely. Oh no, because there was a Western one too. There was a. I, there's oh, a Western with the milk, one with the milk. Yeah, that was the least racist of all of them. Yeah, was I the know, Western but... one actually? Now that I'm thinking about it, um, but the. I have God, thoughts about one? what the milk means. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading. Yeah. You, wow. You're reading I had ahead. to keep myself interested, guys. A story. And, and, and then you wonder why. Why, why children, we asked you why? Huh? You're this reading is about so- children. Well, is it though? Because there's a lot of sex noises. Do you know what I mean? And a lady tied up, and they're like, "There it oh is." My oh, God. There he is. No. There he is. Oh, God. <laughs> if you are, if you are listening to the audio version, go check out our Facebook or our YouTube, and you'll see uh, what we're oh, seeing. God. And then join us live for the next time. But this is, yeah, it's no piece of I mean, when that wow. came out, that was <laughs> fucking. Ooh. But it's for kids, you know. So, <laughs> well, this is the thing that would have been f- like. Have you have you watched like any? If you watch anything from uh, specifically the nineties, like the early nineties, there's a lot of that. Like like and Saved by the Bell had a bunch of it. There was there's so many specific little things of like um or like in Happy Days with Pat Morita, who was Mr. Yeah. Miyagi, was, was like Al, was like, ah, whatever. You know, he'd come out and be um, like, a like a caricature of himself. Yeah, of, of not a Chinese person, of a Chinese immigrant from older movies, like all of the, like the Mickey Rooney uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's like the most egregious one, Yeah, like I, where he that, comes out. Yeah. But this, this is close. Yeah. Then him, Joe Piscopo, uh, not doing straight up yellow face, wearing the Fu Manchu and going, hold on, yeah. like, like, I, I'm oh gonna broke you up. I was like, oh no, yeah, doing, <laughs> but then the guy calls his restaurant the Frying Dragon, and literally, this was a, a joke referencing that exact thing. Of, of okay, the- so can I, can I ask this? There's an open question, can I ask this? <laughs> Is it one of those things where if if an Asian guy calls his restaurant the Frying Dragon, it's okay because he's yes. So yeah. then, is it really racist for the movie to have an Asian character? You mean the white guys that wrote this movie? You mean yes. Aaron Norris, the director. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's again, ask Mattress Mac. But it's the uh, again. But that they sounds call, like a porn name. I'm just wondering because he goes out. They go out of their way to be like, oh, racist people are bad, 
And then they call this. The, I think the frying dragon is the least racist thing in this movie. You're it's technically, yeah. in, in all fairness, that does seem like a fun, catchy, you it know, does. like, like, like name like, oh. to like, like you, if you're in on the joke, okay, like so if here's I, the thing, my mom used to own a restaurant, right? My mom, we're from Nicaragua. My mom used to own a restaurant and it was a fritanga and the fritanga's name. I told my wife, I think it's the best name for fritanga I've ever heard. It was fritanga India Bonita. Which literally translates to uh, beautiful Indian girl, like little Indian girl, native, like Native American, like right, Native, Native Indian. American. And we understood that um, in our from our country, the people call us Indian, like oh, like oh, so Hindu, like we're like indigenous. They, they, that's what they call. That's what they tra translating into. And we leaned into that because one, we don't care, we're fine with that. And then two, uh, we thought it was a cool name. Oh, my mom did. I had no say in the name. Uh, not that I'm against it. I'm just saying I had no say. Like when my mom told me the name, there wasn't a question. It was like, this is what the name is going to be. I thought it was dope. But yeah. this is us saying it. Like if it would have been, you know what I mean? Like, if it would have been a white family saying like, we're calling our shit, you know, beautiful indigenous girl. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. But down. that's um, a like, uh, so in the same vein, I was talking with a, a friend of mine when we were we went to a, one of those Japanese restaurants that the food comes by on little plates on little boats, mm -hmm. right? That they come by on little rafts. And we got the idea that we could totally do a Cuban restaurant like this with little Cuban things on little rafts. And we were going to call it Marielitos, right? <laughs> and then we were like... I love it. Right? Because then, because we're in on the joke, like, ass, right. you know, or, and, or Balseros or something like that, where it would have been like, that's the bit. The bit is that we're using the name and we are literally having the food come by on little rafts and shit and like that. And you're taking the, like, the meaning. Ownership of it. Yeah. yeah. You're taking ownership over it. I don't think that's a bad thing. You're right in the sense of, hey, man, this is a white director and a, and, and a white writer is coming from a fucking, you know, probably a white, uh, um, uh, dry cleaner, <laughs> yeah, Norris is dry cleaner. Um, mattress so I, I get what you're saying, but I think that the name of like you, you keep bringing that up, you better book up times, and it did throw me off a little bit. But I think that this is the least racist thing in this movie. I think there are so many, everything else is so much more racist, including yeah. including the fucking mascot of the school, which could have literally been anything because it wasn't important to the fucking title, it, it wasn't important to the plot of the movie, and it was literally the Redskins. It's like a team in Texas. By the way, this story, this movie takes place in Texas. So, uh, shocking. Texas, it was shot in Texas, shot all in Houston. Yeah. Shot in, shot in Texas. It takes the story takes place in Texas. It's not like it was shot in Texas, but it's supposed to be LA. No, this is supposed to be Texas. And yet they're still saying the red, like you still choose Redskins as your fucking school mascot. Why? It could have literally been Falcons, yeah. uh, Coyotes. It could have been yes, Coyotes. It could have been anything. Literally bulls, anything. Texas really tornadoes. Even Coyotes. I feel as if it, they would have, if they would have said Coyotes. Dragons. If it would have said Coyotes, it would have been like the the people that take over the Mexicans from one border to the other. The like, mascot would have been a van with a bunch yeah. of people in it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's how racist this movie was. As like, racist as what I just said was, this movie like did it for real and yeah. unabashedly called their, their school the Redskins. Everything was like a huge hodgepodge of Asian stereotypes. I mean, but to be fair, Joe Piscopo fucking crushed it. I oh, I yeah. was he chewed that scenery. Oh, there's a little thing that I noticed. Because um, if you've ever been on set, sound is like a big issue. And recording sound is always, and getting dialogue is always like a big thing. 
at a certain point in the movie, it feels like they just gave up and everything was done in post and dub in ADR. So there was a so much. And my, my girlfriend was commenting on it because I kept cracking up because there was so many voiceovers. voiceovers. So many. My wife was like, it's not even syncing up. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> not even close. I don't think like, they were paying attention to detail, guys. Guess what? And That's going to happen in the rest of the movies, guys. Yes. <laughs> in slow, but, but here's the thing. Up until like the 90s, major Hong Kong and Chinese cinema, they did not use live recordings of the audio literally everything was dubbed the entire that's why when people make fun of like the chinese the american english dubbing of kung fu movies back in the 70s it's because they would literally give them the copy of the movie without the sound because the sound was never included that they did all of that in post so they could literally they literally just had copies of the movie with no sound and maybe the music and then they would add all of this the dub later and they didn't even know what the movies were about some of them they would just be like watching the movie someone would watch it and try and piece it together and be like well i guess this guy's the master and i guess this guy's the student you know like that and that's like legit not even joking so in this movie when they're doing like the especially when they're doing the long slow-mo stuff and they're trying to add the voices and then you see like Joe Piscopo doing flips in the air or whatever, getting kicked in the chest, and he's like, "This is the clip. This is the clip right here." Do we have? Do we have the? the, Because I sent him him another picture too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. That's all. That's literally like, if there's someone out there who wants to give me a job, just ADR in combat. I. (laughs) Okay. For half a second, I thought that guy was RVD. <laughs> Rob Van Dam, the wrestler. Yeah, he kind of. For, I was like, sir. But but like, here's the thing. Joe Piscopo, I think, is the only one that understood the assignment. I think that he was the only one that got it. Everyone else was taking this shit way too serious. You know what I mean? And Chuck Norris is a bad actor. Let's put it out yeah, there. Yeah, he was. He's a bad. He will. Hey. Barry. I mean, yeah. He's no. What do you say we go win this thing? Let's do can it. We, <laughs> the one thing, one thing that I noticed throughout the whole movie, rewatching this now as a kid. As a kid, I never thought about this because why would I? But as an adult, um, this kid's biggest dream is to be somebody else's fucking sidekick. Yeah. It's not to be like that's like like just psychologically, that's a thing. It's like he doesn't want to be the hero. There's, I've never met a kid when I was a kid. I would never meet anybody. You would have fucking arguments and fights over who's Batman and who's Robin. Yeah. Nobody would want to be Robin. Like, oh, you would fucking settle on Robin. Like the, the kids who didn't, like the, the, the more, the, the more, I mean, the less aggressive children would fucking settle on Robin. They'd be like, fine, bro. I don't want to fucking fight over this. And then the, the asshole kids like me are like, I'm not fucking me, Robin, for no, I don't give a fuck what you say. There's no way you're going to convince me to be fucking Robin. I'm fucking Batman, bro. The only, the only fair game thing. Uh, that I remember as a kid was picking a Ninja Turtle. Nin- like it didn't really matter, but I was always as the younger brother. Guess who was Luigi every time? You know yeah. what I mean? Like I didn't yeah. choose uh, Luigi. I was Luigi chose you, homie. <laughs> yeah, Lu- yeah. <laughs> I didn't but, land on Luigi. Luigi landed on me. And that's oh, gonna make boy. it into the intro. All the, right. But uh, the, 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 <laughs> so the teacher, before she has her inappropriate illicit affair with Bo Bridges, like she tells him at the beginning, she's like, "Why don't? You, why have you never tried to be his sidekick? To try to like reach parenting him. moment. Interesting. And I was like, "Huh? 
maybe maybe what gonna he, get. maybe what he wanted was to be his dad's sidekick. Mm. Well, Donna. how about this? Bo Bridges is a dork in this movie, like a yeah. sad, sad man. He's a his green wife, his wife also doesn't learn anything throughout the movie. Nothing. He doesn't he learn how to be a better father. He doesn't learn which how to a, fucking communicate with his child better. He which learns is, nothing from this movie. At, at one point, I was like rewatching this and I forgot, you know, because when you're a kid, you mostly pay attention to the fight scenes and the action sequences. And at one point, I was like, does his, I, I was like thinking to myself, I, I, I forget, does his father finally t- become the father that he needs him to be type of deal? No. His fucking, the old man, the, you know, frying a dragon is the father that he should have. It's like, dude, you you can't do that. Like, like, that, that movie just doesn't work on so many levels yeah. because the, the growth in that movie, character-wise, is not there from anybody he need, that Barry needs it from. Question. Go ahead. If, I know we talked about Neri passionately declared that he would not be anybody's sidekick, but... If you were going to be somebody's sidekick and get this version of a movie in real life, who would you want to be like the sidekick of? I knew you were going to say it too. Oh my god! It can be whatever. Well, no, he. I, I'd say keep it to martial arts because. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a martial arts. Uh, if you're if you're feeling lazy, you pick Steven Seagal because everybody comes at you. Instead of you, <laughs> I think it's the other way around. I think if you're a Steven Seagal sidekick, you're gonna have to go to them. Like you're gonna have to and, and yeah. lead them to him. So you can, you're gonna have to like shepherd the crowd into Steven. Like, all right, let me go corral them, and so that's because Steven doesn't move; he just stays still. Why don't they just get a sh- uh, like a, a herding dog? Yeah, that's, uh, that's Steven Seagal should just make movies with a dog, and the dog just kind of corrals the guys close to him, and then she goes <laughs> like, "Here's, the, here's yeah. the reason why he hasn't done that." Because every time they try to make a movie with uh, a dog and Steven Seagal, a dog goes, I can't work with this asshole. <laughs> I can't work with this asshole. Steven Seagal, by the way, for those of you who don't know, notoriously known in the industry as an asshole to work with. Nobody wants to work with him. He, I mean, I don't he, know he, could, he, was, he was a big deal and then disappeared because of that. Like, he yeah. was forced. No studio would release his movies, so he had to make his movies straight to video. We'll yeah. do that. We'll talk about that when we get a Steven yeah. Seagal movie. yeah. I but, would pick. I would pick. I want to be the Owen Wilson or or the um, uh, Chris Tucker to Jackie Chan. That's the one that's I want. My pick. That's my pick too. Jackie I've, motherfucking. Chan. He's he's my favorite of those of that of this genre. The stuff that that guy does, and I, I look. I wouldn't even want to be a sidekick. I want to be part of a stunt team. Just to do the cool shit that he does oh, with a stunt team. No, I'll have a stunt man. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I, I'm not. No, I want to be the guy that that is like. By the way, uh, this guy doesn't want trouble. You know, yeah, like by the way, you don't want no trouble. Jeff, in this scenario, in this fantasy scenario, we're still ourselves. Yeah. We'll just be acting oh. movie. We're, okay, we, we don't yeah. come. We don't come with superpowers out of a sudden. Like I, actually, no more stars. We'll just be actors. We could roll over the the rules of of the, that this movie no, set up. Jeff was like, "I want to do this. I want to be on a stunt team." It's like, no, wait, we can't. No, it's not that. I can not, sit there and get hit by a fake ladder. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. It's not a fake well, ladder. True. It's not a fake. That's ladder. a le- like. <laughs> yeah. There's so many. Look, every every je- movie that has the outtakes of Jackie Chan, they do that on purpose to show you that it was a real boat that he was dragging you know like they do all of that shit but long story short i would want to be the 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 guy that talks this talks shit and has the the funny lines and all that stuff and then ha 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 and then quick cut to jackie chan fighting everybody 
I mean, he's older now, so but like peak peak Jackie Chan, man, that would have been a dream. That's 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 a, yeah. a, a sidekick for I, sure. I'm not, I'm not, what about Missy? I was never the biggest fan of Jackie Chan, but yeah. I don't. I don't know what you're gonna say. I don't know uh, anything about the genre. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. No, yeah. I well, not her, not the actress. I want to be the sidekick to Black Mamba. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's, that's an I can't hang, but I'm, I'm gonna try. You want to drive that pussy wagon around? Yeah, that's what she wants to do. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Oh, you don't even want to drive. You want to ride shotgun? Your sidekick. Oh, I don't like real. driving. Yeah, I don't like driving. Wow, <laughs> your sidekick for real. Sidekick yeah. for real. Riding, riding, bitch, and everything like. Yeah, well, no, shit. I just like to. It's better to take in the scenery, you know, Pasiad. <laughs> So no matter what the situation is, you're on the back of the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah more than likely. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a ways. You figure it out. I'm I'm along for the for the scenery. <laughs> she's got her feet up on the dash, and she's oh no, that's gross. The but I do. And, yeah, you know. I don't like uh, for I don't like driving. I'll, I mean, I'll do it, but I, this I prefer- is a fantasy world. <laughs> I know. In my fantasies, when I'm like, I, I make enough money where I don't, I have a driver. So I don't That's, know. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> good enough. I like it. Can we talk about uh, Mako and the, 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 the Miyagi figure in this movie and how like he crushed it too. Like he understood the assignment as well. I like he, him. He had, he had the He's best fun. I don't, I don't. Okay. So I'm going to say something and I have no idea if this is true because it, it, his acting was so good that I don't know if it's the fact that his character was the best written mm. or if he's just that good of an actor that he made it his own. And it was like, maybe his fucking uh, writing was dog shit too, but he's just like, guys, let me just do what I'm going to fucking do. Well, he's already done this role. He was a mentor to to Chuck Norris in an old movie. So it's like full circle. Like he was a mentor to Chuck Norris in, in an old film, and now he's a mentor to Jonathan Brandis. So he's been mm. here before. He was I also good. He was also in the running I mean, I to play like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, like oh he's, really? He's been around. Like this guy is like legendary, and he's he like his role in this movie. He see he like I'm sure he was like yeah I'm just gonna go fuck around for a while and make some money or whatever because he's not like mega old in this movie. He's you know he's he weathered. But he, he plays forty. He might be forty-five. Yeah, he plays 40. so much older than, oh, than no. his real age in this movie. But the point being is that when he's he since he played like Joe Piscopo and Mako are playing like the cartoons, right? So he can be as weird as he wants, and he calls him Mister Dumpling. He lights the shit on fire. He's you know giving him like throwing balls of dough at him and oh, all, you know, like, hilarious. Yeah. This will this is this will help you and lights the fire. Yeah. Yes. Well, two things. Are we gonna no go explanation as to how that's gonna help? <laughs> also, if that does help, is that legal? No. Can you, can you okay? What part of anything that they it? did? No, no, what part I'm of anything that they the did was legal at that tournament, Neri? What are you talking about? Everything was on the up and up. Everything was on the up and up. <laughs> Chuck Norris tells the referee with the American flag gee. Okay. Uh hey. <laughs> Um, no point. No point. No point. Yeah, no point. yeah. I'm not talking about that. Okay, are we gonna go to the tournament? Do we want to talk about the well, tournament right now? I or? just want to say one more thing. Yeah. Is, is in terms of how because this is gonna come up a lot on the show. How <laughs> are we grading the training montage? We have to talk about the montage and uh, well, the we'll rate the movie in general. Do you want to just rate the montage itself, just on its own? We need the well, montage itself has to be yes. Okay, because it's split up. 
Yes. There's a few different montages. How are we? How do we feel about the the montage structure of the 1992 classic sidekicks? I, I, there was one scene in particular that popped up to me that you could tell, and it was ongoing throughout the entire movie. That when they realized that they needed somebody who actually looked like they knew what they were doing, mm -hmm. they did either f put them in a complete white ninja outfit, right. or there was one montage specifically where they show a shot from like a hundred yards away of him doing suddenly he can do flips. And there, and, yes. and then, and he starts doing flips and kicking, but you could clearly tell it's not Jonathan Brandis, and that they had to do a shot like so far away so that you couldn't tell it wasn't him. Um, the the montages, it like there was one beautiful shot, believe it or not, that I will say is when he's running around the fountain, yes. in the circle. Yeah, what an oh, like it's beautiful and yes. totally doesn't belong in this movie because of how I, good it is. Oh my god, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, who directed this portion of the movie? Yeah. I literally said that out loud. I was like, who directed this portion? The intern's cousin. <laughs> it was that was somebody that played Punch Out. It must have been. It must have been somebody that actually went to film school because I was like, this it stands out from the rest yeah. of the fucking. Yeah. Like that shots. I'm like, how do they do that? Did they put a? How did they fucking like? I'm trying to yeah. figure out how they did that. Where this was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree. But it was it was interesting what they what they did with the montages. I I don't think it it it's gonna win any awards. No, except for that one, that shot, that shot. Yeah. Uh, if it was yeah. gonna win an award, a Razzie, obviously. <laughs> but what would be like the thing, like best, worst, what? Uh, most uh, most race uh, most racism in a movie. Impl yeah. Not even implicit, though. It was like very obvious. <laughs> the most obvious racism. I'm going to say for the, it's going to win worst uh, asthma puffer acting award. Oh, can, can we talk I about that asthma pump? Can we talk about is that what the asthma pumps look like in 1992? No. no. You know what that is? Okay. So that is a chamber. So medically speaking, Thank you. The, Thank you. the medicine has to be all ingested completely so unless you are an adult and can can put the thing to your mouth push the puff and take it deeply into your lungs for children what they do is they put that container there they puff it into the container and they have the kid breathe through the container the 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 chamber so the chamber is to hold the medicine so that it can get the full dose of the medication into your lungs this almost you know this teenager is is using it and every and he's just like like popping the thing like you know and not you know like he's just it's just not it just was unbelievable we're going to talk about medical stuff like the rubbing the vix vapor rub and the kid having the asthma attack in the hospital and all also, that shit. i don't understand why this child is like am like oh you're weak or whatever because he has asthma like it's it's a medical Asthma's, condition like don't imply, bust his balls but but even mr lee implies that this is psychological and not he doesn't really have it and, and the doctor even said that all the the tests and everything showed his lungs were normal and all and that that's stuff. what i'm telling you that this fucks you people up you the other three I mean, I've got my own reasons because, well, not your gender. I'm sorry that you go, oh, oh, everything that hurts. If I'm sick, it's just mental. So I never have to go to the doctor because I'm a man. Right? Wait, what? No, yes. I, think, I think that it's that they, had, they had made so many excuses for the kid. Like literally like the, P the in PE, they have him. I remember very clearly the bench where everyone would sit when like girls were on their period or like they didn't want and they didn't want to dress out and where like the kids oh, like just, it was so hot. Mike, jeez. Oh, he froze. There he is. Oh, did he freeze again? Yeah, oh, he okay. froze again. 
no, no, no. I'm talking about like, yeah, like the the girl, like, I, or like, I remember I had like sprained my. I, at one point in my high school career, I had both ankles sprained, like right back to back. I broke one ankle and like sprained another one, doing dumb shit on a trampoline and then dumb shit on like a sidewalk that I fell off of. And I was on crutches for like six months, so I got to know that bench really well. You know what I mean? Like I could because I couldn't do right. shit, and then it was, and then so I had to sit out a lot, and it was. I like I that's a perfectly reasonable thing. I'm not I'm not going to be ableist and say that oh these people these kids don't deserve, you know. But the the asthma is a legit thing yeah. and if yeah. it's legit it it has to be treated as such, but it's also one of those things that you can't train your way out of if you have it, you exactly. know what I mean? You can improve it, but you can't like train your way out of it. Oh, and like he's going to beat this thing. This thing is not going to beat him. That's what I'm saying. I just think that's an awful thing to, I don't know. Again, I was 38 and two hours ago years old when I saw this. So I fully kid brain, he not here. Run. He just needs to run. That's all I, hate, I hate that. Let him be sick. Why does he and have to fucking prove that? Like, or overcome that, it. There's that. What is he overcoming? What is he overcoming? He's overcoming being a little bitch is no, okay, I don't it's, know. <laughs> He's there's the scene where he's doing the push-ups over the water fountain and then all of a sudden they're like all right we're done here and he walks away and then Maka's like oh he left his asthma pump his ridiculously yeah. oversized asthma pump that shit looked like a pool pump is what the yeah. fuck it looked like <laughs> it looked like a pvc pipe like an elbow a pvc it like it looked like a pool pump like oh this goes into the pool to pump out the chlorine like it fucking looked ridiculous is this the end the last scene where he leaves the magazine or is this another scene cuz the no. magazine the, wait, hold on okay. so hold on i feel so like i was going to oh go ahead no 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 i say like i feel like Oh, uh, uh, we should talk about the end as a chunk, and then that final scene we should chunk just is like... a good word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that final scene I have thoughts. Yes, the final <laughs> oh scene. Let's God, leave so the I. final yeah. scene alone. Okay, okay. All right, all right. and let's get to. Okay, I'm so along for the ride. Now we're now we're at the tournament. We'll start. Okay. We're gonna start with you. The tournament thoughts. Why is this happening? What is the purpose of this? Just go home and play video games and be happy. You don't have to do sports. The tournament that was never advertised ever in the entire. How did Chuck Norris know about it? You didn't see any of these things? For sure, he's running it. Well, Chuck Norris is like on the panel or some shit, right? Like, I'm fine with Chuck Norris being there. (laughs) What I don't understand. Well, it is Texas, so obviously it makes sense that he would be there. This movie. This they they don't talk about this at all. They never mentioned the fact that this kid was even in the yeah, other dojo in the dojo. Yeah, they, he never they never even mentioned that. They never mentioned, and he had one duffel bag with a fucking yin yang symbol on it. That was it. That was oh, the sorry, you know the, the he did he mention. It. Yeah, he, he says t- he if says you're it. lucky, Miss uh, Sensei Stone didn't put you in the class because I'd be doing this to you. Oh yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah that, that's right. Um, but it's but, not this, this tournament is never mentioned. It's never talked about. The fucking fist nope. mat. The, the mat is a clear ripoff of Karate Kid, where oh, they yeah. have it's just a fist. It's like this. This is where but, you see the knuckles on Karate. It's yeah. the Publix. Mat. It's the Publix version of Karate Kid. That I, whole fucking tournament. I, I don't just insult Publix like that. <laughs> it is when Dixie. I just love the flex of the bully that he just goes up to. He's like, "If you want to prove your worth, meet me at this tournament." That's like, the what? only thing <laughs> that you know. He has yeah, a flyer, and he's like, "Here you go, bitch." And then they, and then he's like, "You're gonna fight me here," and the kid's like. Yeah, so, and but the writers how? are like, no. Way, that's the only flyer that the, that the fucking company, that the studio made. That's the only flyer. That was one, one and only flyer. <laughs> it was one, they're like, don't lose it. And I there's notes on the back. I don't understand 
why even get into this tournament because this kid was like, I just fought you. And for a kid who is fucking mobile toast, I just landed a few punches. <laughs> one might say that it's a fuck. One might say that I lost, but I definitely didn't get my ass kicked. I yep. held my fucking own. So and one you, could say why? that you, you as a person who trains and yeah. me as a kid with asthma, yeah. you lose. Yeah. 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 So. I, I, whatever you want to like, why would I enter this tournament to prove what I, I already? Why am I paying entry fees to yeah. prove what I just proved in front of the whole fucking school? Just like, stay you understand? And why what? don't I know that I need a fourth fucking That's, person? Thank you. Thank you. That's part one a, of my illegal it things. Was small were flyer. Doing. There was a small flyer. It didn't have all the information <laughs> on the small. It was a one one page. No, flyer. because she says we were going to enter as a three man team. She even says it to the guy, and the guy's like, "No." Sorry. What a shitty actor that guy was. What a smug bitch that guy was. Before Before it even happened, I told my wife, wait. When he turned him down, no, you can't do a three-man team. I go, wait for this guy's face. I I told my wife, I go, wait for this guy's face. When he gets confirmation that Chuck Norris is going to be on their team. Oh, it's the and, worst. And I go, wait, just because I remember it from a child. I remember from childhood thinking this guy's smug ass fucking face is so stupid. And he goes, Really? The Chuck Norris? And then when Chuck Norris goes, Yeah, is there a problem? He goes, I wish we could show clips on this show. Can we show clips on this show? No, we get fucking fine. I don't want to make it. I just want to tell you there's two things that I did adore about the tournament. One of them being the team named the Kick Connection. That name is fucking fantastic. Yep. No, why would somebody play on the name Kick for to promote something? That's stupid. <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> um, and and then that one, the one person that did the kata in a bedazzled gi. Yes. Okay. Can we talk about the? <laughs> we need to talk about the teacher doing the shittiest f- form demonstration. <laughs> Like literally every, you know, like, and I get it, right? Like she's the teacher. They need to give her something to do because she's part of the team. You can't just be the sex pot uh, damsel in distress in his fantasies. And like an odd sex pot at that, like just like a a replaceable sex pot. Yeah. (laughs) She got replaced in two seconds. Winnie Winnie Cooper's. That's not Uh, her name. Her name is Danica (laughs) McKellen. I know. Her real name. She's she's also now very, very, very successful in the Hallmark movie channel. (laughs) She's also a mathematician. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I just meant in terms of acting. Yeah. Quick, without looking up, does anyone know her character's name in this movie? Not Winnie. Baboom! That's how well fleshed out that that Wendy. Wendy's just Winnie with a D in it. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking asked. I was a question mark at the end of my fucking guess. Megan, Lauren, close. Lauren, Lauren. (laughs) We were all kind of close. We were we were using the alphabet. There was was an E in there. Yeah, that's the, the, the ladies kata. So here's here's Wait, part of my 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 the story. Jeff, issue well, yes, I, please. Can you please do your tournament rant? For, okay. For so first part of the rant is the the ladies kata. The, since since uh, Mike brought it up, hmm. they did not do any kind of setup about of her. They did the setup of her doing the kata, but then this other girl from Stones Dojo does it, and they focus on her like intently. I wish there would have been some kind of backstory where maybe they knew each other or there was some kind of setup as to the women have some beef 
I'm kind of okay with it not being just random because it fe- everything else felt random. Well, it's just I think she was like a legit martial artist. That's the thing. Everyone else but the people who are supposed to be good at stuff are actually good at stuff. Right. Like everyone else doing weapons forms, like the kids doing the fucking kicking and the guys doing the bow staff. The guy doing the bow staff is like legit good. To then have her come out and just go hua hua hua. You know, like, yeah. huh. you know, it's, it was like, okay. I mean, it was nice, but clearly not go- but, like but out of place. Well, I felt weird about the whole thing because I was like, in my mind, right? I'm like, Joe Piscopo's character is such a douche. They've made him into such a douche that I'm like, there's no way that a woman will be thriving in that guy's fucking dojo. Right? Like, is that just me? Like, that, no. That, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Like, Absolutely. I was, like, I was like, I don't see a woman thriving in this fucking. I, I see this guy being. In the movie, sexist. in general. Like, in the movie, I see this mm-hmm. character being so sexist and being like, uh, women, like, you know what I mean? That close minded. Making hey, sandwich. There, there were girls in Slytherin, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are douchey girls who are going to be like bullies. Like Cobra Kai. Mean, yeah, Cobra Kai, <laughs> mean girls. Yes, I know, I but see. I don't remember mean girls in Cobra Kai. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Everybody that watches Cobra Kai, yeah, like, what? 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 There's the a legit fuck? psychopath. So here's my yeah. one big issue Cobra with the tournament. <laughs> there should not have been a tiebreaker because the frying dragon. First I of all, you. and you I couldn't, fucking love and you, you so couldn't much. tell because the scoreboard never had the score on it. It never had scores. Ever. It never had scores. It never, it never, had had scores it was never in order. <laughs> no, frying dragon was written. No, like go German. back. Yes, but there's a point. That part's understandable because there were late entries, but there was a section where it said points. And there was and zero points in any points. tournament except for the end. But here's the thing. The Frying Dragon got first place in weapons. They got first place in the, the breaking. They got first place in um in the, the fighting because Chuck Norris beat everybody. They no, got second. They, did. they didn't get first place in breaking, by the way. Yeah, they did. The, uh, no, they won the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker was the breaking tie. No, remember, oh. Mr. Lee did the breaking that he came oh, in. The other yeah, illegal yeah, thing right. he did that he didn't mm-hmm. come in a gi. And the guy was like, "You can't. You you can't. You need a gi." <laughs> and the guy was like, "I don't it. have one." Okay, whatever. At least they addressed it. He's like, "Why do you need a gi to break yeah. bricks?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they were like, like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, he should have been logic. first place. Yeah, you're he's right. Like, he should have your logic. I will say this: the the I genuinely got like <laughs> excited, and I loved when it cuts to whoever was the stunt double for Jonathan Brandis doing the nunchuck thing. Yes. Because that was like a pivotal moment. I remember as a kid, yes, the yeah. sound, the sound effects of that scene, the choreography. And when he starts doing the thing where he's like, I got, I got, I got, I got, and he's just like running around all over the place. And then like, ge- like genuinely good, like genuinely fun to watch and shot really well. It's like this movie had some moments of like greatness and yeah. very cool. And then all of a sudden here comes Chuck Norris to then ruin everything. <laughs> also, you, know me, you know what makes me laugh is the fact that we never ever saw Jonathan Brandis for an hour and 20 minutes in, in the first hour and 20 minutes, never saw him with two pairs of nunchucks, not even fucking hold two at the same time. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden for the tournament comes and he's like, I, I, you know, you could have at least had him do two in the beginning and he fucks himself up and he's like, master one before you get to the second one. Okay. And then we just put that two and two together. But this like, 
look at what I can do. And then he's like, fucking two, here we go. It's and easy, like, though. They just put an, an, a different person in a ninja yeah, suit. of course. Yeah. I just <laughs> well, he can do anything. I, am I the only one that would not seen happen? I was like, oh, fellow Chucker, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was, yes. 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 Uh, I, I would also like to uh, express my condolences to every other fighter in that in that tournament that suddenly has to fight motherfucking Chuck Norris. Yes. Yes. Like, like these guys are just like amateurs. They're like, hey, I'm gonna show off my skills. I just got a blue belt, and all of a sudden they're like, You're up against Chuck Norris. What? Huh? Yeah. I'm gonna that's have to fight pretty, who? That's pretty shitty for business where it was like, Hey, I just opened up my dojo. I'm new at this. I'm gonna take my students to this competition. And then they're like, and then they see Chuck Norris beat my instructor's ass, and it's like um, I'm having a sale though. So next week, <laughs> you want to be like, no, why would I fucking sign up to? We just saw you. I'm, ask a sale. I'm, I'm gonna learn piano instead. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Taekwondo and yoga school. <laughs> like, we're just gonna learn how to stretch, you guys. We're gonna learn peace and we're gonna learn calm. Oh, and zen. Another movie to put on the wheel. All right, what. But I love so when Joe Piscopo is uh, is fighting Chuck Norris yeah. and he does that kick where the Looney Tunes spin, yeah, and then he doesn't even fall the way he was rotating onto the mat. I was like, "You're asking a- for too much." Jeff. I was like, I was laughing though because I was just cracking up about it. And I'm like, man, he they didn't even let him just fall like the way he should have fallen. <laughs> they were like, no spin, 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 spin. No right. logic yeah. whatsoever. That's not what what this movie's about. I want to yeah. see the behind the scenes and how they got that. Fi- how they got that that scene he's on he's on like the one of those wire things yeah, right. they have him up in the air and i want to see like, chuck norris's but that seems like kind of pricey for this fucking for this dry cleaner to fucking pull off right i mean he was a producer <laughs> that's rvd man he had to start somewhere um i i forgot there's so I'm, I'm actually just looking at it right now i have i have it playing on my ipad uh some of the names that were are here like budokan dojo uh the san antonio kickers <laughs> austin karate club like these guys are fighting chuck norris yeah houston dojo Ryu, can texas city kempo like it's just like every strip mall martial arts place you've ever heard of in your life i can recommend a very good very like like kind of subversive movie about this sort of thing called the foot fist way. Oh yeah. If you've ever seen the foot fist way, it's got Kenny powers, the guy who plays Kenny powers, um, Danny um, McBride, McBride. DeVito. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Danny DeVito would be great. Okay. But, but oh Danny God. McBride and, and like Danny? his whole comedy crew, that this is the movie that kind of like introduced him to like Will Ferrell and all those people. So it's about like these strip mall guys worshiping martial arts dudes knowing full well, like, or, or it's like when wrestlers believe like wrestling fans believe wrestling is real. It's like mm-hmm. that kind of thing, like uh, worshiping, you know, these mall Taekwondo places. And it's, it's just like, imagine, you know, like, Little Kevin, who's just got his black belt and all of a sudden has to watch his teacher get this shit kicked in by Chuck Norris. It's like, yeah, you quit. I'm yeah. gonna go play baseball. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm with I'm with Jeff. The no points the no point board was ridiculous. Uh the fact that they, I mean there's there's so many things that are ridiculous. Uh and then they, they shouldn't have be, even been a tiebreaker. We we all acknowledge that, but it mm-hmm. makes for better content, whatever. That's fine. But they should have done a tiebreaker where the two guys actually fought. Yes, I, yeah. I didn't like but that. It was here's the, the thing: they shot Jonathan Brandis fighting one time already, and they're like, "We can't, we can't." Mm-hmm. Put I mean, there's, yeah, I'm sure the director was during that scene, during the filming of that scene of the fight at the gym, the two kids. 
I'm sure the director said multiple times, we'll fix it on post. We'll fix it on post. And it just yeah. awkward. And post looked, never came. It looked, it looked unbelievable. And I'm sure that's the best. They used the best footage that they could get. Jonathan Brandis just wasn't an athletic person. He just wasn't. I'm not you, talking you, shit about him. He just wasn't athletically for fighting, anyways. That's that's what that was a gripe I did have. There's a lot of movies where it. I I'm not sure that it's specifically for martial arts, but there are a lot of fighting movies where there is a physical transformation at some point, like a before mm -hmm. and after. That doesn't happen here. <laughs> I mean, you saw the pull-ups. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. I'll be honest with you. He could, the way he looks, he could not do that many pull-ups. There's yeah. no way. Oh, there was somebody uh, spotting and, him for sure. No, he had a, he he's had on a, a platform. Yeah, yeah, he's on a platform. Oh, dude, the scene with the rope. First of oh, all, that's, yeah. where I, that's where I learned how to climb a rope and, and when I was a kid, for real. like yeah. I was like, oh, you tie your foot around. You guys could climb ropes? That's cool. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't say I could. I said that's how I learned how. I didn't say oh, I okay. okay. But if you, you, do a that, tutorial. you watch that scene, if you watch that scene, he's like, oh, I can't hold on. And he's like, <laughs> he's like literally like, he's not like, if when somebody can't hold on, they're fucking literally doing this. Like, yeah, they're like, like oh, no, but, okay. And he's doing this, like where he's, the rope is all the way down. You know how fucking strong you have to be? To maintain the rope at your chest, like that's yeah. like I'm, I'm, yeah. I got this. That's Rewatch. the game. That's the whole game of climbing. Anything is keeping yes. your hands close to your core. That's the why I don't you're climb out anything here or wherever. That's why those guys. Are, that's why those those people in the Olympics. That's what they can do. The average person yeah. has to hold everything fucking tight. And if you rewatch that scene and you watch when Chuck Norris not. appears, like yeah. you, and he's climbing up, it's clearly like him just like the, the, yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's not putting any effort whatsoever. It's like, like it's like, like he's the, moving and then all of a sudden he's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, right, I have to move my hand. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Maybe it was you an can acting do it, choice. Barry. Go, Barry. You can do it, Barry. Yeah. I mean, it's also a fantasy, but I will say that... No, no, that wasn't a fantasy. That was real. He was really climbing the fucking rope. No, the Chuck Norris being there part. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about when he actually... Quote unquote, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, yes, he was like, Tremendo paquete. Yeah, I get it. He had to, he had, and like, he's, he just didn't even act. There's a joke I can make about, you know, climbing Hanging himself. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna make the joke too. Yeah. I've I've been fighting this whole time not to make a joke about it. Yeah, because it would be insensitive. But it's like too late. I mean, to, <laughs> so look for everyone who doesn't he was know. I up there like for a long time in the scene where he's climbing the rope, he was just hanging up there, and then it's like, bro, pull yourself up, and then he did, no. and it's like, oh, you could pull yourself up. All right, no. <laughs> No. I don't no. know what's happening. Jonathan Brandis he... killed himself by hanging himself. Yeah. At a certain point in his life, later on, After he got sequest. he was he was uh uh dealing with uh, alcoholism and drugs and stuff like that. I read that and he was up for the port of uh Anakin in the in the yeah. in, in episode two, which I thought he could not be worse than fucking who we hate in Christensen. So uh -oh. I think Hayden Christensen is hot garbage. I'm sorry. Fuck him. He ruined that movie. Uh, I, uh, I've grown to accept a fate that I cannot change. Oh, sure, so sure. It is sure, what it is. Sure, sure, sure. But it doesn't mean um, you can say fuck fate. You can just be like, oh, that's my fate. Well, fuck it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it, to be fair, right what now? I was so what I was gonna say is that this the for for the whole point of the physicality is like it's clearly, you know, for kids like to, to believe a little bit. But there's also like a ton of adults involved in all this stuff. So I always felt it was odd that this kid was like sexualizing his teacher 
and they were all like, yeah, we all dream about, we all jerk off to our teachers, right? And then like nobody thought we should probably not put this in the movie for children. I, 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 I see that and I raise you blank check. <laughs> oh no, blank check is but, not going to be on this podcast. Not, 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 we can talk about it on Whoop Rope. Yeah. It is one of the weirdest, perviest things I've ever seen. Of never all time. Seen it. Never seen it. Uh, Watch it for the thing. What's yeah, the last scene? What's that? What, oh, what, what are your thoughts on the last scene? <laughs> Well, it makes Bo Bridges look like a good father because they he they didn't he didn't leave his wheelchair bound child in an empty arena. It also stairs. makes my joke seem perfectly reasonable. <laughs> what the fuck is what is up with that? This kid, this wheel bound, like he's just wandering was it the around. magazine that was the power the whole time? Yeah, like that's such a. Is weird... this kid gonna read the magazine and God, then get up I... and walk? I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> the entire time, I'm like, and why does he only have this one magazine? Like, Chuck Norris was on the cover of fucking Karate Magazine a billion, t- Black Belt Magazine a billion times. Yeah. Why, like, why not get a new one? Why hold on to this one? I, I don't. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this as as politely as I can. The magazine, okay. The true villain of this movie is asthma, right? Like that. We've all, <laughs> we've all. Agreed. Racism. I thought it was racism. Yeah. No, no, no. Asthma. Racism is the ally that they use to tell the jokes. And uh, but the real enemy is asthma. You can overcome asthma to become a martial artist. It will be much more difficult for this other guy <laughs> at the end. Like he's it will it will be very hard for him to overcome some of his uh, 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 being in a wheelchair to pull it off, like the magazine is not going to help him suddenly walk. Yes, it will. We don't know if it's just a fucking sprained ankle. Is and he's this just like in a wheelchair for that week? We don't fucking know. I is mean, like Mike, no. Like, is it going to give him like powers like Michael Jordan gave powers to little Bow Wow? I stand by what I said originally. This movie is fucking awful for uh, as far as messaging is concerned for yeah. boy, young boys. Or you don't even have to say messaging. <laughs> you could have just been awful. I, I love the Chuck Norris. Like, oh no, I was trying to add room. something since I haven't talked for fifteen minutes. <laughs> You've just been blown away by how good yeah, this yeah, movie no, I, is. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not uh, trying Missy, to say what Missy disappeared like Chuck Norris at the end into the wind. Yeah. After he, like, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely playing Mean Girls in my head right now, but go on. <laughs> Chuck I, I, Norris I'm, pulled that Homer Simpson meme into the bushes. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> It, this whole that last scene, I told my wife, I was like, this is the most unnecessary scene of the fucking. Like, I don't understand. In a movie full of unnecessary scenes, yes, this was the most unnecessary scene. There was no need to have that him sitting in a bench. Oh, I've ta- I've I've dreamed about meeting you. Like, this is the conversation you have when you meet the guy, not when he's already fucking been on your team. Like, this is is not the thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it was an unnecessary scene in that movie. Uh, they didn't have the, time for a sit down. It, it was it was supposed to be the hey, give people hope that anybody can be anything they want to yeah, be. Yeah, you can overcome been, anything not, like paralysis if you just read the right magazine. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Two thumbs down. What? Right, so, what's our rating system going to be, Jeff? You're good at this. What's our rating system? Oh, um. Everything feels inappropriate. Yeah, well, I was gonna say Joe Piscopo Fu Man choose, but um <laughs> I'm gonna say uh flips post kick to the chest. <laughs> how many how many well because he flips a bunch? How many walking paralyzed children do we give this movie? 
How many black belt magazines do we get? Yeah, how magic, many magic magic how many, magazines? How many magic black belt magazines do, out of five? How many magic black belt magazines do we give this? Man, I can can I show the scene of the guy making the dumb face? I really show the, want show the scene. Uh, we just put it on your put it on your on your you have it on your phone. Show the camera. Yeah, you have it on your iPad. Put yeah, it. Yeah, I do. I do. Hold yeah. on a section. Show the camera. Let me. See. I just don't want to put it on the actual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yolanda, Hilda, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, they are. Hold on. <laughs> One out of five members that you should have known you had on your team. Where is it? Is it playing? No. Touch the screen. Now you've got one. Besides, there's a fighter here who needs a lesson in humility. Now this is when. Now they're going to go to the registration board. Hold it straight, Mike. There's. There it is. What? Oh, come on, Chuck Norris. The Chuck Norris. This is my favorite. You got a problem with that, son? <sighs> Bad acting. All the way around. No. <laughs> uh, no. No. No, no daddy. Chuck Norris's acting was awful, too. Chuck <laughs> Norris's acting. You got a problem with that, son? Like, hey, how about you don't be an asshole to the fucking kid working the, the, the registration table? You're literally a fucking a celebrity. He, forgive him if he had some co- precaution as to like a celebrity entering the competition. Yeah, but, yet, but he heard him talking like, like a douche, bro. But that guy was an that guy was an asshole. Yeah. yeah. All right. But so Mike, uh, whole, I think we should uh, give it a sidekick rating. How many sidekicks do we give this? Okay. Uh, sure. Like the phone or the the. Yeah. How many Nokia sidekicks do we? Give? <laughs> I like it. Yolanda goes. Oh. What cheesy acting? Oh, Yolanda, you have no idea. Oh, <laughs> Yolanda. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Yolanda, Yolanda it listen to me. Don't watch it. Watch it and message Missy as you watch. It, it, is, well, it, is, bad. it is awesomely bad. So go, what, what rating would you give? How many sidekicks would you give it? Me? Yes, Mike. I give it, okay. Out of, so, so in terms of the quality of movie, no, no, that's not what we're movie. talking about. That's not what we're talking about here. Remember that this is the base of all these other movies we're going to do in the future. No, that's not true. Individually, <laughs> oh, that's true. this is not a comparison that's to true. it. This is not a comparison. Okay. If we watch a legitimate, a quote unquote legitimate movie later on, we're not going to ba- base this like this is not going to be the. Gr- what would you rate this movie for what it is? Just rate this movie. I give this movie three out of five sidekicks uh, to the chest of Joe Piscopo's racist mustache because it's bad. I'm not going to say this movie is good, but there are parts of it that I will come back to. And the second I saw it on the screen, I, it made me feel good. Like Mr. Dumpling, the nunchuck finale and how, yeah, like those those moments. No, 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 not just nostalgia, but like I bust out it. I genuinely cracked up at the Mr. Dumpling scene where he was telling him he's an idiot and all that stuff. I genuinely enjoyed the martial arts, uh, the the some of the stuff at the end, the dude with the staff and the the nunchucks. I could remember how good it felt to watch how oh it's so cool, and then I and just at the sheer commitment that Joe Piscopo had, like this the sheer stick-to-itiveness that he was in this movie and he was like, Hey, we're going to need you to be racist. And he's like, I'm going to be the most racist motherfucker you've ever seen. And he did. I think that's how you got the job. They were like, um, we, your character may, we may need you to play racist. Like, bro, hire me. I finally, 
I promise you. I've been holding it in for so yeah. long. <laughs> He's just being honest. Yeah. Uh, Missy, how many sidekicks would you give this movie out of five? One. Okay. Ooh. Because I saw it as an adult. So I had a th- adult thoughts. I have no emotional connection to it. Uh, it wasn't made for girls. I know that that's not a thing that we say now, but for sure in that time, that shit was not made for me. And um, I can't relate to it. I hate the messaging. You could give it zero. No, no, it's one out of five. Wait, Mike, I can't Mike, hear Mike, I think you. your, your, your microphone like messed up. Oh, am I, am I, there you, now it's Wait, like, what did you say? Because I didn't hear what you said. She, he said you could give a zero. You could. You want, you, you're, why are you cutting in and out? What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, it's like if you're fidgeting with the connection of the, the wire. Yeah. Grab your yeah. Chuck Norris magazine. It'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not touching anything. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say this. You know what I think is going to happen? Since this is the pilot episode, I think we're each going to fall into our own categories of judgment. Like, I'm going to judge well, it based exactly on something. That's what it should be. But that's exactly yeah. what it should be. So we should give it. I'm going to give it. asking you what you would give yeah. this movie. We're not asking, like. I'm going to give it three out of the three out of five racist no. Joe Piscopo mustaches. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's my rating score right now. I'll you can give, give it, it whatever you want. That's what I'm saying. We're each going to have our own thing. I'll just okay. give it one because there were elements and this sounds inappropriate given how racist and awful the movie is. But there are moments that are fun, like fun to watch as a, you know, like the, fun. But the, but overall. Uh, okay, Jeff. Um, okay, so I'm gonna give it a point, a star for Joe Piscopo, a star for Mako, hmm. and I'll give it another. I, I think I'm gonna go with a three and a half uh, magic make you walk magazines out of five because, like Mike said, there is those moments uh, aside from the the blatant racism and stuff like that that it actually it does have some fun moments in the movie. Um, even some of those those flashbacks are are just so ridiculous that you you can you can enjoy them for what they are. Um, yeah, I'd probably give it a three out of five. Mm-hmm. Mag- magic magazines that make you walk. Uh, Renee Sanchez says this movie is a five out of five <laughs> to the inner child of me. Mister Dumpling uh, beat asthma during <laughs> <laughs> during that gym sequence, which he held his breath longer than Norris. He told me this earlier. Yeah, he yeah. told me that earlier. Uh-huh. That yeah. we we didn't talk about Richard Mull, the, the PE coach. Like he's great when he plays the Nazi torturer. Yeah. He's so good. Oh he's so good. I made me want to watch. Go, made me want to go back and watch Night Court again. And yeah. Night Court again is is Night. I watched a couple episodes. Night Court is still great. I love, Hold I love the it. fuck up. It's in the family so share. If uh, yeah. either of you want to get into it, but mm-hmm. it's it's so great. I yeah, love that show. Yeah, Neri, remember when I told you my friend had watched it, <laughs> bought it? That's that's yeah. Renee. All right, so. Stop, Renee. Sorry, do you need a refund? Because they'll send you money, not me, but they will. <laughs> so uh, I will give this movie a three out of five as well. And the reason being is that it's a kid's movie. Even now, it's a kid's movie. Like, say what you will. It's not a good movie. Never going to hear me say that again. Uh, it's not It's not a good movie, but it's a kid's movie. And if as somebody who watched it as its target audience, you, Missy's completely right in everything she said. This was not made for girls in mind. Um, this was not made for 38-year-old women. This was <laughs> not made for uh, audiences in the year 2021. Or but novice I, mental health advocates. Nope. Or, yeah. <laughs> as, uh, as someone who did not have asthma as a child 
and watch this movie <laughs> and watch this movie as a child. I liked it. I thought it was good. I'm looking back at it now and realizing it wasn't good. It's very problematic. It has its flaws. We've talked about it all, but I remember watching this movie as a kid and enjoying it. I enjoyed, especially the one thing I could relate to Barry is that I too was a daydreamer, like mm. heavy daydreamer. This is other level. This is like disassociation. Like you can, you need real <laughs> therapy. At what point did the fucking teacher and I tell a dad, Hey, you, your son needs actual therapy. I'm telling you. Yeah. So many of teenage movies of the 90s are people just blatantly ignoring mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah, Just like straight up ignoring like shit that people should have been medicated for. Like it's wild. But yeah. Yeah. So Uh, uh, the one thing I could relate to Barry is that I too was a a daydreamer, heavy, like real big, not not just my weight. I was heavy, but uh, I was very, very uh, much into the daydreaming. Um, So I could relate to that. The rope was such a problem. The rope was a problem, um, but I would say I would say um, three out of five. Uh, you know, I guess, again, it, I, I guess it wasn't a story. Uh, <laughs> Renee said, "Esa película es oro." Podrío, oro podrío. Fool's gold. Uh, are um, we gonna do? Are we gonna do the? Next, uh, announce next yes. episode's movie. This episode, yeah. we're gonna spin the wheel. Okay, cool. yes. All right, so uh, we'll get to that right now. Uh, so to the audience, we're going to spin the wheel. If you're listening to this audio version, uh, you can see us spin the wheel live on Instagram and our YouTube. Like we said, make sure to check out all our social media. It's KickFlix, like Netflix, but with a kick. KickFlix um, pod is all of our social media. Uh, if you want to email us suggestions for what movies we should watch, please do so it's kickflixpod at gmail.com so that's hilda it. help us help me hilda <laughs> is a great resource i know hilda loves this this genre of movies and we might be able to get some cool guests out of it because she knows some people so nice I, hilda I love her. we love you thank you so much and we're going to be in touch uh, uh we're going to be idea. neighbors legit all right so um all right so let me go through the uh list of i'm sorry let me go through the list of movies kill Bill, kill Bill, kill that we have at, that we have on the wheel. Okay, uh, Karate Kid, The Matrix, The Quest, Blind Fury, Game of Death, Kickboxer, Kung Fu Hustle, Ninja Three: The Domination, No Retreat, No Surrender, Ninja Three, Ninja Three, Ninja Three. <laughs> Under Siege, Rumble in the Bronx, uh, the oh, 1990s no. Ninja Turtle movie, uh, Ip Man, uh, Mortal Kombat, the 95 version, Best of the Best, Last Dragon. Three Ninjas, Dragon the Bruce Lee Story, Bloodsport, Enter the Ninja, Big Trouble in Little China, The Raid, Ong Bak 3, The Protector, Unleashed, Shanghai Noon, Rush Hour, Beverly Hills Ninja. I forgot to put the Ninja, but Beverly Hills Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja, Warrior, Enter the Dragon, Only the Strong, Shaolin Soccer, Dragon Lord, the 1982 uh, Dragon Lord, uh, Double Impact, and Foot Fist Way. I need you to add two movies for me. The Five Deadly Venoms. Five. Okay, now keep in mind when you're adding movies, is it, can we find these movies somewhere to watch Yes, they're on Amazon Prime. So five. Five Deadly Venoms. Five Deadly. And then I swear this is not a joke. It's actually very good. It's called Dirty Ho. Dirty. I've seen 17 versions of that movie. Not the one you've seen. No. No. Uh, Can we throw in Clueless? (laughs) 
Yeah, y'all remember that kung fu fighting scene in Clueless? fighting movie. Y'all remember that, right? Can we throw in Clueless, please? You, you remember when Donald Faison kicks Brick and Meyer in the face? Oh, Neary, there's a clog. Somebody gets hit with a clog in the head. That's fighting, right? Neary, did you put Ninja Assassin on there? No. Ooh. Well, I have a feeling we're gonna be at. Let's like. Yeah. 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 We're gonna come up with a. But this oh will God, be like a like, thousand mo- Like a gigantic. The odds meal. are against me in this. Go on. Uh, but I did. Uh, Missy, I did put movies that I know you would like. That I knew. You I would know like. you, and you do have a knack for that shit. That's annoying, oh. but accurate. So here All we right. go. Oh, so, let's do the spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we do that? I have the camera in my view. Oh, come on, baby. Ooh. Oh. Ombak three. Oh, Interesting. Three. Nice. Not one or two. Yeah, I one has like an amazing scene in it. You I am not watching one or two. I'm fucking going. I'm going to read the Wikipedia of one and two and jumping into three. Hey, no, let's watch. You know what? I should change it to one because I thought the only reason I put three is because I saw the post of it. It doesn't matter. It's just, yeah, um, I would say do make it one. Okay, because... one. We're going to make it on book part one. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Um, well, the first one, I mean, you would have been lost. You don't know the. You have to. Yeah. Watch I saw Ninja more. Three and I wasn't lost. Well, that's, that's a whole other. Yeah. I love yeah, that movie <laughs> so much. So, to the listener, we are watching Ungbok. Um, to Yolanda, Yolanda in one of the comments said that she was lost in this episode because she did not watch the film beforehand. So maybe watch the movie and then and then laugh along with us again. If this is not your kind of movie. Understand that this is not Missy's type of movie either. So you will have somebody to watch. You will have somebody championing for you saying this is stupid and this is why I think it's stupid. <laughs> so if this is like if you're thinking to yourself, I'm not really a martial arts movie kind of person, neither is Missy, which is why she's on the podcast against her will. And Thank you. If, if you watch, I'm telling you, I promise you, watch the movie, even if it's not your cup of tea, because this is the reason why I am in love with the idea of this podcast and I'm why I'm loving because there's something for everybody. And even in, if we love the movie, we could laugh at the movie. Um I think I'm gonna so, watch Sisters. Yeah. Uh, to fall asleep tonight, just to clear you're my gonna palate. like Ongbok, I think. Yeah, Ongbok. I know that. I'm just talking shit. There's a lot of times that uh, movies that I watch that I end up liking, but Tony Ja is Tony amazing. Ja this is not my thing, though. Like, if this if this podcast was about gangster movies, I would have the same vibe. Like, it's just not. I don't. I know nothing outside of yeah. Kill Bill and Karate Kid. And like, remember what I said shit. about the five questions. But remember, Karate Kid. You know, I showed it to you, and uh, Ninja Three: The Domination. Uh, I showed it to you. So, uh, you know, there's there are. Yeah, I, I, I also want to see Charlie's Angels because of you. So I don't know about that record. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I missed. I saw Hobbs and Shaw because of you. So I think you're fucking. Fuck you! You went because of the Rock. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you go to Kickflix Pod uh, on uh, on on check it out on on. I on the do, internet. If we I make it to a hundred episodes, we all fight each other in a sidekick style <laughs> tournament. Yes. We're gonna we, break bricks. We're can gonna we, do no, can we get the sumo wrestler hand? Can we do the sumo wrestler suits? That might be fun. Find one in Mike's size. No, you just get two and you staple them together. Hey, how about y'all go fuck yourselves, huh? Ooh, Mikey uh, Mikey so, Wikey. <laughs> so um make sure to check out Kickflix Pod, Instagram, 
if you're not if you're not following us on YouTube, go follow us on YouTube. If you're not following us on, on Facebook, go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that jazz. Here's the thing. I need you guys to go review the podcast. Please go to iTunes, review the podcast, give it five stars. I don't give a fuck if you put, man, this shit sucked five stars yeah. give it the five stars that's what matters the most um i'm kidding i would say if you write something nice that'd be great but go to itunes uh and and, and review review all the podcasts on the geek bro network which include but are not limited to the what's up bro podcast the uh mount geekmore podcast the better let me tell you uh shiver uh what else we got uh, uh a dose of ellie child like a best with mike valdest and seasons a tv podcast so please make sure and review all of those especially seasons i say that because we don't have any reviews yet on itunes uh well we have one <laughs> that's me uh if you, if you could do us that favor it'd be great you did make the sure meme of them. obama putting a medal on obama that's right make sure you watch them oh do we want to do that now? Pick the two movies because we want to uh, contain these episodes to two uh, an hour each, and we want to do two hours, two recordings at one time. Do we want to pick the second movie? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. We should do it at the end of the next recording. <sighs> Which one is going to happen at the same time? Mike? All yeah, right. Just pick the do second one. Do it again. All right. All right. Roll it so... again. Yeah, because we're going to. So the audience knows we're going to be doing two episodes. Drill. We're going to be doing it. Do two episodes back to back. So we're picking the two movies now for those yeah. two episodes all right so we're gonna remove Ongbok, and now here we go come on come on blind dirty ho come on Blitz come on come dirty ho get me out movies. of here get oh, me out of here what the fuck just happened is this a john claude van damme movie no, no this is the one about the blind guy. That movie, and then it just eked into blind fury damn yes Shit. <laughs> that was my pick. Blind Fury. Oh, I can't. It's on Amazon. I can't wait. All right. I can't wait um, for all of I'm you. I'm so excited. It. For the listener, we have Ongbak and we have Blind Fury. <laughs> We're going to have a submit. really good martial arts movie. Yeah. And Blind Fury. Uh, <laughs> story, submit your suggestions now to kickflixpod at gmail.com. Right. Kickflix. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, that's how kicking is done. Oh, no. Yeah.